I'm gonna trick former guest Ben into making us a theme song. That's it. Okay. Better, closer, warmer. Uh, all modern art is communistic. I want to be the first man to nut in space. Fuck you. Fuck off. Where are we finding it? Why can't we Better, find it? Closer, Why do you guys warmer. keep saying all this change? We're playing Fortnite. Let's have fun. We need to get to that post-World War II mentality where Better, closer, no one in the warmer. world is going to Twitch and typing in climate first. Don't tweet us about how our stuff's inaccurate. At this point, I don't think the N-word tape would change anything. The piss tape might. From New Orleans to New York. It's the Alienos Podcast, baby. Dude, that was TNT. Welcome back to the Millennials Podcast. I'm Smith. I'm Seth. And it's the voice that makes you moist. Wow, that's yeah. That is uh the whatever whatever I'm moist with is uh <coughs> thick. Sorry, I still yeah. had some uh some Gatorade mm-hmm. in my mouth. Sorry about that. Oh, You're yeah. drinking Powerade. Powerade. What's the difference, really? Like, no, no, no. no I want the viewers, I want the listeners to know that Marcus just looked at the label and he was, he realized his whole world had been flipped upside down. <laughs> this is interesting because before the podcast started, I said there's, there's a New York and New Jersey, and I stand by that statement. Really? I mean, mm-hmm. geographically, yeah, yeah. No, geographically, there is a difference. <laughs> yeah, okay, that's the one difference I do have, actually, Marcus. Okay. There's some miles. So, between. support your argument. Uh, they're both city people. Okay. They both come from the exact same part of the world, the New New England, as they call it, which, mm-hmm. uh, fuck you, England's over there. This is America. Call yourselves First America, or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't know, probably Pennsylvania has that. Uh, they, their accents sound the exact same. Uh, one bridge separates the two places. New is the first word of both of their names. Okay, yep, you got that. Old places. I mean, and I... Hey, I think I'm pretty I'm good here. I think from what I, from okay, first of all, I want to go and preface this with I've only ever been to upstate New York and I've never been to New Jersey. And upstate New York is nothing is nothing like the rest of New York. But I'll say this, just from movies and television show, I feel like New Jersey and Long Island are very similar. And the rest of New York kind of has its own thing going on, but Long Island and New Jersey seem to have the same chip on their shoulder. And it kind of drives their similarities. So I think I can agree on that. And like the Coney Island area and all that seems to be uh, a New Jersey-esque place. Now, Marcus, as the only New Yorker among us. Yeah, as the native New Yorker, let us know. What's your thoughts? To be fair, I was born there. So most of my time as a New Yorker was from being a fetus to five. So... So you got to lay on the land. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) But, uh... I mean, I guess... Fuck. So you don't know anything? Nothing. Nothing have you been in New Jersey? Have you ever been in New Jersey? I've been, like, around New Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> That's somehow funnier than being to New yeah. Jersey. Because I think avoided it. Yeah, and it's just... I don't know. It, you're right, Seth, that it's kind of like Long Island. And it's, I, I don't know, but it somehow feels like a downgrade. Like, in every aspect. Okay. Okay, okay. <laughs> so it's like Long Island lights. Yeah, yeah. Oh, shit. Mr. Mister setting alarms, be it on time over here. Mm-hmm. I'll edit it out and post. And that alarm is 12 minutes late, by the way. <laughs> that was my sleeping alarm, actually. You go to bed at 7 p.m.? 
No, I was taking a nap, and then instead of turning it off, I actually just hit repeat. Oh, okay. I've done that one before. Yeah. Uh, I think that I think that like when you look out from New York uh-huh. to New Jersey across Which that you can, long, you can see directly from any place in New York. You can see New Jersey. Long New York City River. Yeah. You look across. You look over that thing. You see New Jersey. And you think, yeah, that's a step down from here. Yeah. You cross a bridge to get to that place. Exactly. I was born on the right side of the bridge. That's right. Look at me. God, those tolls are like insane now. Like fifteen dollars. Wait, fifteen dollars to drive across a fucking bridge? Who are you, Jeff Bezos? The fuck? Like both ways? You make fifteen to go, fifteen to come back? (laughs) No, no, no. That's fifteen each way. And that was like the last time I was there, which was like two years ago. So it's probably a while. So that can be fifty by now. Right. It should be free to go to New Jersey. Exactly. <laughs> 15 to go to New York. 15 to leave New Jersey. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And it should be the only bridge. Oh, good. Our New Jersey the listeners only way off are going to island. One lane places. bridge. There's no there's yep. no way to come back. <laughs> Actually, you know what? They call it the bridge and tunnel people. There's a tunnel to get to New Jersey because you can't you can't let God see you going over there. Yeah. But this I is just what us coastal elites talk about you know yeah. on the southeastern shore look i consider this to be fair play because new yorkers and shit have all, have all the podcasts yeah and don't know shit about us so now it's our turn to get revenge <laughs> yeah yeah new york and la the two co- actual coastal elites have all the podcasts they have all the comedy they have all the entertainment they have all the money so you know what fuck them mm-hmm. it's like the other day i don't know if we talked about us on the podcast or not i mean maybe we did and i'm rehashing it but you showed me this, uh, you sent us this TikTok by some guy in L.A. who was re- pretending to be from Georgia and making oh, yeah. making calls for the Democratic runoff or for, the, for the, the, the runoff elections. And it made me so fucking mad. I'm like, hey, Georgia? Not a great place by any means. But you don't know shit about it, you dumb L.A. TikToker. So don't try and act like we need your help to understand politics. Right. Calling to be Miss Petunia. Fuck you. We don't even talk like that, you piece of shit. I know. No one sounds like that. That's the thing. <laughs> Not at all. Ugh. Like, there's some country ass people. They don't sound like that. That's some movie shit you heard. Exactly. That's like driving Miss Daisy stupid bullshit. Yep. Um, but yeah, I don't know. That stuff makes me so mad. Uh, and a lot of it has happened with the Georgia, Georgia runoff. People are, I don't know. All over the country are trying to influence the election, which whatever, if you have an opinion, that's fine, but I don't know. Doing stuff like that and trying to trying to act like we need to be talked down to is pretty stupid. It's just demeaning. Yeah. I don't I don't like it. Yeah. And actually he doesn't need to help out at all because God, I'm still getting calls about elections. And I'm just like, I, I get it. I got it. I'm glad we're on top of it now, but you know, I'll I'll be there. Yeah. I'll be I get them all again. the time. No one's ever called me. That's so weird that you never. I get them. I haven't lived in Georgia, but I guess I. I guess I got put on some Georgia caller list forever ago. And now they, they call me once or twice a week, and I'm like, I don't live in Georgia anymore. And then they're like, Okay, well, fuck you, buddy. We don't need your help. <laughs> and they hang up on me. And I'm like, Thank you. That's how I should be talked to. And I'm not from Georgia, clearly. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I still get them. All, I get some from North Carolina now, but I have been. I still get so so many from Georgia. So yeah. I got a lot of emails. I don't, don't need to burn me, I guess, a long time ago. And then I guess my yeah. email got added to a bunch of other lists. And so I get emails from me all the time about begging for money. And I'm just like, no, sorry. 
Yep. You get nothing from me. Nope, I gave it to Bernie you and look what happened. I now, I now no longer give money to anything anymore. Nope. <laughs> I don't believe in anything at all. I don't even give money to my rent. I'm getting evicted into money. I don't care. <laughs> all, the only money I will give money to is I will give money to any candidate who offers to buy an AK-47 for every homeless person in America. That'd be pretty dope. Oh, shit. Now, that is a person I would donate money to. Arm the homeless, I yeah. say. That's Let nice. them figure out what to do next. <laughs> Wouldn't they rather just home the homeless? I feel like it's cheaper. No, they wouldn't, Marcus. Exactly. No, they wouldn't. Hundred well, percent not. Speaking of, <laughs> I'm saying. Speaking just, of, if you get a, if I'm homeless and I have an AK forty seven, I'm getting a home. Well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you ain't gotta kill anybody. There's plenty empty homes out there. Go sit in one. Who's gonna fuck with you? You have an AK. Exactly. Speaking of uh, helping the homeless, and uh, I mean, I guess the possibly and recent evicted. Our, our classic, favorite, all-time video game streamer, Alexandra Ocasio-Cortez, decided to strap on her Twitch hat again this past week and do a, a charity stream to raise um, money for like eviction protections and homelessness uh, because of COVID. And she, well, you said strap on. I'm not sure where we're going at that point. <laughs> yeah, no, she, she placed her Twitch hat on her head. And she was joined by uh, Jagmeet Singh, who is uh, the leader of, I can't remember the name of the party in Canada. Um, he's a um, Punjabi man who lives in Canada. I guess he was born and raised mm-hmm. there. One of the leaders of their political parties, and he, he was in it as well. And it was a, kind of a cross-promotional thing for them to both raise money. And yeah, it went, it went well again, which is nice. It wasn't, it's, still, it's still so surprising that something catastrophic is not happening during those streams yet. Yeah. It's pretty interesting. Did they have that that guy on there that is kind of like garbage? What's his name? XQC. Uh, XQC. Yeah, that's him. <laughs> yeah, he did actually. He did actually. According to Hassan Abi, he was one of the very few people uh, who passed the vetting process, which was very oh, strange because wow. he even kind of flamed AOC after their last after the last stream um, by tweeting at her and being kind of butthurt about it. But he he was a. I mean, I have. I watch Twitch all the time. I, I absolutely despise XQC. I think he's one of the worst streamers on this on the platform. I don't like his personality at all. But I, I'll give him this. He definitely played nice, much nicer than I thought he was going to be during that stream. I guess somebody whipped him into shape for that for the three hours or so he played with them, and I, I was I was I was pleased with his his performance. But yeah, I don't like the guy at all. Yeah, I saw his tweets about the old first one, and he was talking about how like they were doing poor play or whatever and i'm like they're the ones watching this and see them play expertly at the fucking get the party game are you kidding me yeah like, that, that was one of the things was they were like oh you gotta play with the real players now and i'm like nobody wants that that's, <laughs> that's what your stream is for you do it they want to have fun and raise money and raise awareness for stuff yeah so yeah um all i got from is getting checkmated in six moves by other streamer what's his name uh, uh moist critical moist critical yeah yeah moist critical. he got that's lovely. that was embarrassing yeah he that's got lovely. checkmated pretty very quickly um which at the time as we've discussed i did not even understand how that worked nope. but now <laughs> i actually today literally i'm glad today i literally rewatched that vod so i can look at it and be like i get it now i get how i get how he did this nice um, good, good job man so now I understand. Uh, thank you, Marcus, for teaching us both chess last week. You're welcome. Yeah. You're very or a week welcome. before, whatever. The, the best part of that video is when the, the, the grandmaster who's watching it just stops speaking yeah. as soon as the move is confirmed, and he's just like, he's just st- stunned. Yeah, both of the, the, the masters who were watching were like, what, what is going on? This is 
<laughs> so st- yeah, I don't know. And, hey, and now that I've now that I've learned chess, I'm pretty confident that I could win those games too. Wow. Yeah, you should you <laughs> okay. should challenge XQC and you know shit on them some more. That'd be kind of fun. But yeah. Um I heard someone use the term chess elo the other day. Yeah. And it's just like, boy, I just like whiplashed around for a minute because like you know, I only know Elo from like League essentially. Yeah. And now to really realize it's used in chess and probably was used in chess before. Oh, yeah. It's been used video in chess. Games. Chess, yeah. chess invented the modern Elo system for video games. Like that was just how they came up with it. Um, what does Elo stand for? No what clue. does it mean? No clue. Okay, great. Marcus, anything any thoughts? Nope, I got nothing. Sorry. Great. <laughs> it's probably oh, named a bunch of idiots. It's probably named after the guy who made it. Honestly, that's how Okay, I look it up and it says Electric Light Orchestra. That's obviously not what I'm looking for. <laughs> you sure? <laughs> I'm oh, for that. it was developed by a man named Arpod Elo. Ah, okay, Marcus points to Marcus. A Hungarian-American physics professor. So, yeah. Cool for him. Good for him. Good for inventing uh, you know, the, the rating system that we all Secret genius uh, live and die by. Like, in everybody, like, everything in chess is named after a guy who did it. Like the macaroni maneuver or some shit. Yeah. Like I, w- I would not be surprised if the Queen's Gambit was after a guy named like Jimothy King Queen or something. So like that, I, I wonder that. So is this Sicilian defense? Is that just because it was like played by every Sicilian chess player, or was no, Anthony Sicilian? <laughs> of course, was the one who came up with <laughs> of it. Of course, <laughs> who was Sicilian, obviously. Um, from, hey, ironically, from New Jersey. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Or as Malcolm Gladwell would say, Nigeria. Um, yes. <laughs> Bringing it back. You got to listen to last week to get that one. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Damn, that's a callback right there, folks. Exactly. Um, but yeah, chess, man. It's crazy. Yeah, it is. Marcus, you played any chess lately? Not lately. It's funny. I do have like three chess sets. Got a wood one. Really? You glass have three. Are, are, are some of them missing pieces and you finally have a whole chess set by buying three? Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> I'm trying to yeah. build like that, that 3D chess board, so you know, have yeah. to, I need three. There's a, like from like from Star Trek, yes. exactly. <laughs> There's a game on Steam called like Five Dimensional Multiplayer Chess with Time Traveling, and it's I, I kind of want to download it and play it with some buddies to see if it's insane. Yeah, what's weird is like Star Trek invented like the four dimensional chess, but what I realize now is we'll probably just still be playing chess. Like it'll probably still just be that in the future. Yeah, it's not a solid. <laughs> like game. when when did the last new sport get invented? When did the last new sport get invented? It's popularized. Like, I guess esports come up a lot. Like a new game comes out, but even then, it's still very rare for one of them to come like a staple. It's it's, it's pretty hard. Like, I remember Battlestar Galactica, that game they played with, like, the pyramid, and they threw the balls through the holes in the pyramid or whatever, and you're just like, this looks so stupid. (laughs) Yeah, whenever a TV show tries to invent a sport, the first thing I ask is, what are all the rules? Tell me now, or I'm not invested. I'm watching Legend of Korra right now, and there's uh, this professional bending. Like, you have teams of people who bend, and there's, like, this court and stuff and you got get pushed back certain amount of layer. and i'm like i want to know every one of the rules or i cannot what i can't get invested and they have not explained it to me yet so i can't get invested they're probably sorry. saving it for like a video game or something sorry <gasps> they already made the shows game. over they made a video uh, sports game no well, they they made the core game and it was fun i can't remember if you actually played what's, what's it called bending it's called? a professional no. bending 
Yeah, it's 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 kind of cool. I, I feel like you played the sport in the game. Uh, it'll, it'll hit oh, me. Oh, well, Cora that was 2019. A, Cora 2020. That was a, a sound effect. Um, yeah. But you know what? It reminds me of the Yu-Gi-Oh! TV show. Yes. Where, like, if you didn't know how to play Yu-Gi-Oh!, like, every three episodes, they'd be like, actually, here's some bullshit. And you're like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Cool. <laughs> but you know what, boys? We've got some politics to talk about. Oh, because boy. as as mentioned earlier by fellow host Smith, three percent of the entire world's population is striking right now. Mm-hmm. Mostly because of uh, strikes in India, I believe. Well, yeah, it's one big strike in India. Yeah. Two hundred and fifty million people. Ooh. That is nutso butso right there. Um. But it's yeah. one quarter of India's entire population. But yeah, and it's it's from what I understand, it's stemming from um, the change to like farm subsidies that um, have happened in India because farming in India is a, you know wildly huge uh, way to make money, especially for lower income people. And it mm-hmm. seems that they've taken away a lot of the securities that lower income people get. So now they're all revolting, and that's a lot of people. <laughs> that's like the almost the entire population of America. <laughs> It's the it is the entire adult population of America. Yes. Wow! Hot damn! On strike, heading for Delhi right now. Apparently, that's amazing. What, what are they going to do when they get there? Man, I'm I'm excited. This uh-huh. I'm very excited to find out because <laughs> guillotine, I mean, guillotine. Because Delhi is a, uh, I mean, compared to 250 million people, pretty small. So they can probably cause a lot of destruction if they need to. Yeah, it's so weird too. Not a single peep about it in Western news oh, God, at no. all. No, no, no. Not. I didn't hear about it at all until uh, you know you sent me that article and stuff. It's crazy. And then you think about the fact that like India has one of the largest communist parties in the world. Yeah. Uh, up there with Japan, actually, Japan has the largest non-governing communist party in the world. Uh, and they just sort of ignore it in the news. They have an entire province of India that's run by communists. You know. And yeah. no one tells you that. It would be like if an entire state here in America was like run by you know socialists or you know what for funsies let's say let's say anarchists or somehow. I know what about that, that uh, city that's run by uh, libertarians? Oh yeah, the bear where the bears took over. Yeah. That's what we're talking about—a whole state run by libertarians. God. Uh, yeah, that that would be uh, that would be disastrous. How, how is that going? Is there any news out of that place? I know that the bears took over and nobody had water. Have, have they just given up at this point and moved away? I think that like they, they have allowed regular municipal functions of the city to come back online. I love that. Uh, okay, we're going to give you guys a little treat. It's called running water. Don't get used to it, though. It can go away at any moment. We're giving you a little, little morsel. Wait, is this town run by Morden Joe? Ah, I like it. Do not, my friends, become addicted to water. You will regret its absence. <laughs> like, mm. great. <laughs> Isn't it great that Mortem Joe is just some old, ugly, almost dead guy? Yeah. It's just, it's just, and then all he does is bang all these these girls and get like drink milk out of old ladies or something. And that's like his whole thing. Yeah, pretty his whole deal. Yeah, that's amazing. And it's in a oh, blockbuster movie. It's one of the most popular movies. Really? Directed by a guy who directed Babe. Yeah, Babe, and both of the Happy Feet movies, by the way. Yeah, Just want to throw that out there. Yes, Marcus, George Miller, the man who directed all of the Mad Max movies, also directed 
both of the Happy Feet movies, and not the first Babe, but Babe Pig in the City. Oh. <laughs> which is an insanely bizarre movie. I promise you, if yeah. you watched it when you were a kid, you do not remember this movie because it is fucking weird. George, yeah, George Miller said he wanted it to be basically eyes wide shut, but for children, or for families at least. <laughs> and it's not far off. Oh, all right. I gotta watch this movie now. Yeah, it is. I haven't watched it. I haven't watched it in its entirety lately, but I've watched a bunch of clips. Like in the past, like month or so, I watched a bunch of clips from it, and I don't want to watch the whole thing because it is, it's it's pretty crazy. Somebody at YouTube just looking at Seth's account, going, "Is this guy okay? Yeah. Should we do a wellness check?" Is he watching this many, it's, this many babe pig in the city videos. <laughs> send somebody around <laughs> to check on this guy. Yeah. Um, but God, what were we even talking? Oh, st- speaking of strikes, did y'all see what happened in France? About the don't yeah aren't, isn't France doing this thing where they like want to take away people's rights to protest the police? So now it's they're like protesting the police. You can't take pictures of the police anymore. Oh yeah. Oh bullshit. So what did the French do? Uh, they set some fucking cops on fire and beat them up in the street. And so now that today that they, they announced they are going to be uh, striking down that law and uh, rewriting it. Wow. Yeah. Obviously. <laughs> that was quick. Protest get shit, or sorry, rioting get shit done. It does. I wish we were at one-tenth as hardcore as the French are. Yeah, they seem to, like, I remember, like, a couple months ago, like, when we were having all of our, like, uh, BLM stuff, they were having, like, firefighters beat up police officers in the streets. Because they were... In sympathy, sympathy protests. So awesome. It's crazy. Cool, I still love that video of that one champion French boxer who went out there and fought the police and was like beating them up despite their helmets and shields and shit. And they were like, who the fuck is this guy? Yeah. What is he doing these secret magic tricks <laughs> to get past our equipment? Wall. Advanced fisting. <laughs> Wait a minute. Of course you would say that, Marcus. No, hold up. <laughs> I always wondered if we could get like three Shaolin monks out there like fighting the cops. Could they just destroy them, you think? Like I thought you were about to say get three Shaolin monks to fist each other. <laughs> <laughs> There's a triangle. Yeah. <gasps> Wait, what is the opposite of a prolapsed anus? Because that's what they're going to have. <laughs> oh, that's a good question. Marcus, that face. <laughs> I remember when I first learned subjects. what a prolapsed anus too. was. I thought it was the funniest thing in the world. Because <laughs> it looks like... Uh-huh. It looks like uh, like the pictures I saw, because I had I had to Google images. One of my insane, I had to see this. It almost looks like a like a bulbous like penis coming out of your butt. Yep, That's does. so funny. What, what an awesome description you got there, buddy. God, I hope it never happens to anyone that I know know and love. But goddamn, is it so funny? Yeah, I first saw it on Rotten dot com. Uh, just oh. a power lifter oh. blew his asshole out while trying to lift too much weight. You're rotten.com. Yeah. Remember that, Marcus? Nope. Nope. Do not. Uh, I took you there before. We went there. Remember we saw the human soup man? Wait, the website we saw the, the or the butt balloon hole? man? It had all kinds of shit. Corpses and people who have been injured in horrible ways. The only thing I remember is the, the Pain Olympics. I remember that. that was... Oh, yeah, the Pain Olympics. <sighs> don't need it in my life. Don't yeah, people are going to uh, go ahead. I was like, people would just like 
tie their penis to a rope and throw it over a tree and then just pull on it. And I'm like, what are you, what are you getting out of this? There's no yeah. way you're making money off of this. So <laughs> what is happening? He's trying to lengthen his penis, obviously. Oh, of you know, course. Just, uh, That's classic. how it works. Yeah. The, stand, the guy standing on two lawn chairs holding tiki torches with a laptop tied to his balls. Yeah, um, <laughs> I'm really just all of this out of my mind because I don't remember any of it. It really shows you how like how far Jackass could have gone if we didn't have like like laws and regulations. Yeah. Jackass could have just libertarian done so jackass. much. Yeah, libertarian Jackass would would be in- incredible. I mean, Johnny Knoxville would be dead right now. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I, I, I don't, I don't see him. Or, you know how often we talk about Jackass on this podcast. <laughs> It was a big part of our childhood. I feel like I've said Bam Margera more on this podcast than I have outside of it. <laughs> Ever. I'm pretty sure. Well, you think of, of cultural icons in America. <clears throat> Bam Margera. I mean, right it's it. honestly, the, the mid-2000s, it was crazy if you hadn't at least seen one or two of the Jackass movies. Like, mm-hmm. they were just so funny. Um, and you don't, you just, you, there's nothing like it anymore. So it's just like this little cultural relic we have from back then. Remember Sugar Ray? The band? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Remember the, the lead singer of that band? No. Mark McGrath? Oh, Mark McGrath, yes. Who sounds like he should be a baseball player. I was going to say that! <laughs> I, th- I said I have a Mark McGrath rookie card. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever seen Sugar Gay? I'm going to go ahead. No, I have not. It's a video where he's walking down the street, Mark McGrath, like signing autographs or whatever, and somebody yells out, just some random skinny white kid says, Sugar Gay! And Mark McGrath goes on a five-minute tirade against this kid, just yelling at him in his face, caught on a piece of shit, just getting absolutely pissed at this kid. And the kid is grinning and laughing the whole time because he has successfully trolled someone in real life. And I, I, I guess at that point, world-famous music man is angry as shit at him. Yeah. Look at Sugar Gay sometimes. The funniest thing is when you just, when people get trolled by just like, a small word. Like, I know the most insane thing on the internet to me is um, K-pop. Uh, K-pop, mm-hmm. K-pop stands. These people who, you know, are probably not even above 16 years old who will literally uh, fucking b- open themselves up, bleed out for these uh, K-pop bands. It happened recently with a, a, a different um, Twitch streamer. She, uh, her name her name's Daff. She, um, she just tweeted one time, she made a, there's this K-pop group called Blackpink or whatever. And she just tweeted "Black Pink," more like "Black Stink," because she doesn't like him or whatever. And she, she, and all of her friends, even her family members, have received death threats now from K-pop stands. One, one K-pop stand even saying, "Oh, your words are actually considered libel under the U.S. government, so we're going to take you to court for this," which is obviously not true. And then, but then, what I love is—I mean, she was obviously like very upset by all this stuff. But by, what I love is eventually she got to the point where if somebody like. Like, somebody, like, called her, like, ugly horse face or something, and she was, like, more like ugly horse stink, and she just kept putting stink at the end of all their tweets, and it made them more and more mad. Yeah. And I was like, this is a great, this is the best way to show people, because what do you, what do they do? <laughs> no matter what they say, you're just gonna say stink. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. It's the, it's the asking why to every question or thing someone says to you. Exactly. Defense, just to destroy them. Yeah. People, people just can't handle great. it. Yeah. 
I have the classics never go out of style. But yeah, K-pop make uh, it's one of the things that makes no sense to me on the internet. Like the 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 fandom un- under that is just rampant. They they will not they will stop at nothing, and it's like all they just listen to it all the time, and it's like the only thing they know in the world, and I don't get it. Never heard any K-pop. I've heard it. I it's fine. It There's nothing wrong with it. But I don't I don't see I don't I don't see living my life by it. It's just you know okay cool dance a little bit and then you're done i don't i don't i don't hey yeah hey i'm too old i guess but i don't get it i will say that those the, the kids the kids who listen to k-pop and and get involved in these like internet mob activities uh not like mafia but like more like lynch mob but for twitter posting uh those people are unbeatable at, at this game because you however much energy you think you have they have more yeah like i remember when they floated the dallas police app for like reporting crimes with pictures of k-pop bands and just like wouldn't stop doing it and, it, and the, the app went offline because yeah. it couldn't handle good job the amount of traffic K-pop. yeah good job for that one <laughs> do more of that this, is, this, is, this, is, this army that'll just do anything if you can convince them that it's, it's good enough i guess whatever. yeah <laughs> Shit. It's like that fucking army in Lord of the Rings, the, the zombie for the ghost people. Yeah, man. What else Anyways. we got? What's Joe Biden done lately? Broke his uh, ankle last night. Was it? What are you fucking? Did he, did he cross over Obama and shoot a three? <laughs> He's playing with his dog. <laughs> he played basketball against a dog. Yeah, what? He did. That's unfair. It's not the rules. A dog can't play basketball. <laughs> That's true. It's not in the rules that a president's dog can't play basketball. Here we go. So yeah, apparently he was playing with his dog and he broke his foot, like ankle, in three places. Wow. Oh my God, he's I imagine that happened. Kamala Harris just like rose up out of her coffin, like yeah. Is it time? <laughs> they were like, "Oh, did you hear that Joe Biden broke his?" And she was like, "Hip, back, neck, what?" And they were like, <laughs> am I, "Ankle." And am like, I president oh. yet? Okay, whatever. I guess ankle. God damn. Oh god. She's just waiting for it, man. But yeah, the man's already falling apart. Just uh, playing with his dog. So we'll, we'll see how long any of this administration lasts. Yeah. Also, he's been hiring some people or putting out some nominations for people, one of which, or one of whom, is named uh, Nira Tandon. Now, I'm sure you two are not familiar with Nira Tandon, uh, but as someone who has gotten to Twitter arguments with Nira Tandon before, I am very familiar with Nira Tandon. You've gotten in uh, arguments with someone who's going to be in the cabinet. Oh, Seth, this is not an accomplishment. She's got like half of the left on Twitter blocked at this point. Damn. Um I think my the funniest near Tandon moment is when she was up at two eighteen a.m. Uh, in a Twitter battle against a grad student from some college talking about you know, for healthcare, and she's just like shitting on the student for wanting uh, you know for healthcare. So, and this the student was like, "Why are you awake at two eighteen a.m. talking to me? Yeah. Like I'm a college student, I can do this. Why are you a person who runs the Center for American Progress up doing this right now?" Yeah, and she had no response. <laughs> you should you should be asleep. Okay, you can't be a degenerate like the rest of us. Yeah. Um, and basically, she has no qualifications for the job she's being uh, offered. It's just that I, I'm pretty sure it's just a shit on the left is what it is. Yeah, which is great. You gotta love it when it's just when nobody respects the left at all. And the mention of the left is like, they, they I mean, they really think that we just want to like, brainwash babies and fucking put everyone into some socialist slave state and i'm like no no it's not like that at all but god they get so much mileage off of saying just the words socialism and communism 
They just use those words and people still get scared. So many people yeah. still get people who probably could not give me a textbook definition of socialism or communism get get shaken to their core. Yep. And this is why I didn't vote for Joe Biden. Yeah. And I told everybody I knew, don't fucking vote for Joe Biden. Yep. Because he is not going to get pushed left. He doesn't give a fuck about you. He's not going to do anything to help any of us. It's been clear since day fucking one. And I don't know why anybody ever thought that this was going to be going more differently, you know? No. It's, it's been... It's been the platform of the Democratic Party at the highest levels to kill off any chance of someone who's actually on the left rising to power. That's why they don't. That's why they don't like Bernie. That's why they don't like AOC or any of those people. Even though they, even though all of them win their seats back, you know, fucking by a landslide. Every one of them are incredibly popular with their with their constituents and with people outside of their constituency. But they're just gonna keep giving them shit forever because they're the left and because they just want to appease each other and even in joe biden's tweet you showed me today where he's like oh our opponents shouldn't be our enemies we should all get along with each other people who have different views than you are the same people i'm like what is that what then why did why are there two parties then if that's the what should we just all i run for the american party actually that's my new can that's my new uh candidate it's like oh no we're all we're all americans there's no difference between us um because i mean technically i wish i wish there was you know like italy and there's like a million parties but if you're literally if, if you literally just ran in a two-party election and won that means that you think there's two different types of people in america and what are they what are they supposed to do you're not supposed to consider them your enemy or your opponent what i don't get it well I said opponent is a less strong word than enemy. Like Marcus and I play Halo, we're opponents, right? Mm-hmm. For playing a you know a player versus player uh-huh. thing. I'm not gonna try and murder Marcus in real life because of the results of the okay. Halo game. Whereas whereas okay. an enemy of mine would be like a white supremacist who wants to kill me and I want to kill them. Mm-hmm. You know? And that and what Joe Biden is saying is no, the white supremacists aren't your enemies. They are they're your opponents. You just gotta get out there and vote more than they do. God and damn. Vote harder. And it, it's like it's so stupid because it's just like it's it's empty rhetoric because all it means is shut up and let us manage you. We're gonna manage this country. We're not here to lead it. We're here to manage it. So everyone, just talk. Have your time at the table. Can say what you want to say, and we'll all listen and politely ignore all of you. Yep. <sighs> I, I just think it's ridiculous how he can say all this shit when our current president is literally still trying to steal an election from him. <laughs> like, yeah. are, are you are you even paying attention to what's happening, Joe? These people who are on the same side literally aren't going to work with you on anything. And he's going to bend over and do whatever they want. And it's business as usual. Woohoo. Hooray. God, it's fucking pissing me off. <laughs> We don't know, Marcus, as soon as Trump is gone, his magic spell is broken and the Republicans go back to being the party of conservative values and fiscal responsibility. Ah, yeah, because that's exactly what we got these last four years. Yeah. What's interesting is we're actually about two months out from a government shutdown because the budget is, again, going to be an issue. Uh, yep. Now, 
for four motherfucking years. Did you hear a single word about the goddamn budget? The deficit, whatever, the U.S. debt. Did you hear a single word about it? Only when he was trying to shit talk China. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And even then, not a single Republican, none of these guys, who Rand Paul and Mitch McConnell, make all this noise about the fucking the national debt, said a fucking word about under Trump. And this is, I know I'm talking about like fucking John Stewart in 2006 here. Yeah. They're trying to point out hypocrisy. But it's going to happen. They're going to use that to threaten whatever this, the Democrats want to do. They're going to say, oh no, we'll shut it down because of the, 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 the uh, debt. Yep. That Trump only increased and never even thought, thought about addressing. So, which to be fair, it's, it's, I feel like every president is going to be increasing for the rest of time. So, yeah, um, you you can't bring it down. Yeah, I don't I don't understand that people talk about it so much. I'm like, you guys have to start to understand that money isn't real anymore. We are never. There is not any effort we will ever put forward that's going to just create ten trillion dollars to pay back this imaginary debt. Now, Seth, you may be wrong there. Uh-oh. Because there are some people amongst our government who have an interesting idea. Okay. Let us print or mint the $10 trillion coin. Is that, is that a real thing? <laughs> it is a real idea of let us, let us mint a coin that is worth one, at this point, it is $1 trillion. It is worth one U.S. debt. <laughs> <laughs> and we will pay and we will pay our debt with that one coin and it's just there's all kinds of bullshit behind it but that's the general idea is we just make one piece of currency that is meant to pay off the debt and we'll just pay it off with that okay I'll just write a uh, I'll just write a check for hopes and dreams to my landlord and maybe maybe I'll just get all my rent for the rest of my life yeah now what I want to do is let's organize a heist to steal the one thing <laughs> coin and become the richest people in history exactly oh, yeah. And then we go to a store to buy something, and then we have to give them the whole fucking coin so they have no other money. <laughs> well, Imag- we, we them Imagine that cashier trying to give us change. <laughs> <laughs> call, call in the bank. I got a big request. Yeah. <laughs> and we're like, we want it all in quarters. Yep. About a, about a Coke. For yeah. A pack cents. of gum. Dastardly. All right. So yeah, that's an idea. I and can't believe that's, that's a real idea. That sounds like a Austin Powers plot or something. It really, it really fucking is. This is like movement <laughs> the trillion dollar coin, and it's. I mean, like all money, there's no standards anymore. There's no metal. It's just it's, America says this coin is worth one trillion dollars. <laughs> yeah. What are you gonna do about and it? And then you give it to China, and they fucking <laughs> spit in your face. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair. China would take that coin because they would love to have a trillion dollars of mm-hmm. a trillion American dollars to spend on stuff. That's actually true. That's the thing is like as soon as we give that out, they're just gonna use it against us. <laughs> like, right? Yeah. You can't just. But yeah, outside of this imaginary fun land that somebody is imagining, we're not just gonna be able to create a trillion dollars. I mean, well, we can if all the billionaires just you know lose all their money, which would be great. But we're not as far as our current fiscal policy. We're never going to be able to cr- just how long? How long do, do every year do we try and pay any back at all? Do we even make an effort? Clinton and Obama bragged that they balanced the budget, which was no more new debt, but also no reductions in debt. <laughs> and that is it's kind of what, and it's funny because that is what uh, a lot of Americans strive for in their own lives. And, yeah, uh, you're doing it on a national scale. And yeah, we're not gonna, we're never gonna pay back. It is completely imaginary, funny money at this point. Everyone should give up on paying off debt, which is why we should cancel student loan debt. Student loan debt. Yes. Yep. 
Ws. As someone who just paid goddamn near seven hundred dollars to get my teeth worked on, I'm in favor of uh, canceling that debt. Oh man, I took my I had to take my cat to the emergency room at like eleven p.m. Uh, one night, and they did blood work, they did some X-rays, blah blah blah. Guess how much it costs? Marcus, you give it a shot. I'm gonna say four hundred dollars. Okay, Smith. Six fifty. Eight hundred dollars. Oh, for, for cat services for my cats, and obviously I can't, I can't say no because my cat and I love her so much. So I'm just like, yeah. They called me. They're like, they were like, it's gonna cost around. They're like, the visit's already a hundred dollars. This is gonna cost around six or seven hundred. And I'm like, well, yeah, I'm not gonna fuck over my cat. I'm not some kind of monster. So yeah, sure, do it, whatever. But I also know that there's a lot of people out there who. Couldn't even say yes to that because they probably didn't have the money saved up for this kind of emergency. And I understand. So it sucks that some people would have to go through that and have to, you know, literally take their pet back in, you know, bad care or, you know, their selves or their loved ones going to the doctor. Or, you know, euthanize it. Right. Well, yeah, but that still costs money. Is, yeah. is that what they so, do if you couldn't I mean, pay for it? Just, they just I mean, they'll just give it back to you, but uh, if you want to euthanize it, yeah. At that point, it'll be cheaper to just get a new cat. Well, okay, but yeah, but that's for if you don't have a heart. Sorry. Yes. <laughs> I love my cat. <laughs> it costs 800 to keep my cat alive. Yeah, new exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's like if your kid gets cancer. I'll just, I'll, I'll, I can just, we can just get pregnant again. I mean, it doesn't matter. Like a new kid. Yeah. No. You get a nine-month break? New kid? New, new, it's new attempt. Maybe this won't be defective. Yeah. So what a man's attitude. A nine-month break. <laughs> What a male perspective you are providing to this conversation. I am. Yeah, a nine-month break. Yeah. All right. Yeah, was, like Marcus said, don't worry, honey. All you got to do is go through all the pregnancy and the process of birth one more time. But don't worry. I'm finally going to have a break. <laughs> Fuck. I'm going to pop my feet up and yeah, I'm going to play I'm fucking Call of Duty I'm again like, like I used to. i fucking beer and I get to fuck. It's going to be great for me. <laughs> yup. God I'm glad damn. you come around. <laughs> oh shit! What we really need is that uh, is the the reproduce like water bugs do, where the the female uh, cements the egg onto the male's back and he has to carry it around. It's kind of funny. Or seahorses, where the their males the carry males the. Get uh, pregnant. Oh yeah, yeah. Just kind of release it from your. I don't know what those holes are called, but yeah. What holes? Oh, on the seahorses are on you. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm like, no. Marcus, you should know what all of your holes are called. You I know what my I'm holes curious. are called. I'm talking about the seahorse holes. <laughs> you po- you pointed and looked at yourself. You so did. Have you been like your nipples or something? No, yeah. nothing comes out of my nipples, sir. <laughs> Good to know. I was just making just so listeners know, he looked down to check that nothing was coming <laughs> out of them. You can milk a man, right? Like if they, if you actually do some a weird diet and stuff, you can actually you milk can a man, milk right? anything with nipples. All right, Seth. Okay. I guess that's true, but I, guess, I think it's harder to milk a guy than anything else. I'm pretty Are sure. we just gonna do the meet the fuckers bit? Is that what's going on? I right mean, here? that's what I'm trying to do it. <laughs> oh yeah, I've I've legit not. I've seen that movie one time, and I was like <laughs> way too young to have watched it. And I have nipples. Can you, can you milk me? <laughs> was that your De Niro? Yeah. No, De Niro, yeah. 
You he just so once again, listeners, all the visual stuff we do. He even tried to do the De Niro mouth thing. The thing. Well, that, what's it's his face? It's, that's how he looks. Yeah, I'm the Irishman. Oh, that was believable as fuck. Yeah, yeah. I'm 26 again. years old, by the way. Why are his eyes blue? Why are his eyes blue? Yeah. That's a fucking mintat. It's not right. Yeah, he. uh... <sighs> Irishman's an interesting movie. It's interesting. Mark was just sighed because he heard the word mintat. Knows where we're going now. No, no. Cut it. Cut out. Moment. Um, real quick before we get into mintat talk. Um, I have to take a shit real quick. Should be a quick one though. So, oh, okay. Back. Quick shit. All right. We're gonna time. Time this shit. Do it. Time this shit literally. Didn't you take a shit before we started? I mean, you took a shit before we started. I took a piss. Oh, well, you took a bathroom. That's what I'm gonna call it. <laughs> you think I took a shit the time when I was gone, Marcus? Oh, yeah. I just settle in for that. Oh, all right, all right. that's a production for me. <laughs> <laughs> Get the lighting just right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Gotta get my phone on the right websites to just start, you know, looking at stuff. Oh. Ooh. Going for the two. And by that, I just mean Twitter. Ah, <laughs> Scrolling yeah. on Twitter to see what mm-hmm. what shit's happening in the world. Yeah, I, I bet so. Get real depressed. I'll take a shit. Whoa. Ooh, excuse me. Wait, I'm gonna look at porn while I shit. I mean, it's not unheard of. Just do a twofer. Yeah, twofer. Just go ahead and expel. Well, here's the thing: you don't have to come. You do have to shit. <laughs> true, but you want to come. That's true. That's true. Mm-hmm. You got me there. Damn right. <laughs> got you right by the penis. <laughs> no. <laughs> my penis. Uh, I remember there were, there were guys who used to claim they had to, that they had to 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 come, and I was like. Don't think that's scientifically accurate. Right, right. But even if it was, you could just jack off. Mm-hmm. When do you think jacking off was invented? I mean, it was probably when someone was bored and couldn't have sex at the moment. Hand pants, you know, somewhere, somewhere in the BCs. Do you think pants were involved? I'm thinking this before even pants. I mean, hey, you're probably right. The first, the first humans are probably just like, oh, yeah, me, me slap on my little boy. I do wonder what it was like a jack off where there was like lube and stuff when you just had your big hairy eight pans. <laughs> I don't know why that's so funny to me. <laughs> I mean, I've seen monkeys jack it off. They can do it, but I mean, like, yeah, I just imagine those little like, furry ass hands, like a Neanderthal. Just like, ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> just those unnaturally long fingers that are like oh. covered in like a little, just a little bit of hair. It's just like, and getting that hair covered in your in your pubes and also your jizz. You, you, what are you doing with it? <laughs> oh yeah, it's, it's like. Oh. Ancient times, so you don't have like anything you dry it to wash yourself off with. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Just walking around with <laughs> in, in your filth. Yep. Just walking around the monkey town with jizz <laughs> coming out of your dick still. A little after stream. And everybody's like, well, well there's Uga. Been jacking off again. That Uga. <laughs> Uga. 
Uga, his best buddy, Thag. And Uga, Thag. Ugh. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> we got ourselves a fucking animation now, baby. Woo! <laughs> Uh, over there, you got it. Uh, uh, and then, <laughs> over there. Oh, and this is Theodore. Good. Oh, this this would just be a fucking prehistoric Ed and Nettie. That's what this is. Mm. And I like it. Remember the remember the cavemen the 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 TV commercials? Yes, so easy. They got a TV show. Really? Was it? Well, yeah. Since I'm asking, it probably wasn't that good. I don't think it finished an entire season, actually. They were really trying to capitalize off that popularity, but <laughs> I guess if you drag it out for what half an hour, it, just, it loses its charm. The concept doesn't have a whole lot of legs to it. If you think about it. It works for some. It literally there's one joke. So easy a caveman could do it, and that's the joke. Yeah, I, I'm kind of curious how they how they formulated it now. So I'm probably gonna find it afterwards. He had like I guess the caveman had like serious actual like problems like girlfriend stuff and like his job and I guess it was supposed to be like he was, like it was racism. He had to deal with the racism too. Goddamn. Yeah. Wait, like like between like Neanderthals and proto humans or just like no like humans shitting on cavemen. Oh, okay. Shit. See this this show could have gotten complex, but I I, yeah. I see they didn't take that that shot. You know who, by the way, is completely set for life in this world? Uh rich motherfuckers? The lady who plays Flo. Hmm, yeah. Yeah. Do that shit for like for like twelve years at this point. Mm-hmm. Like do you think you think that's her only job just doing the commercials or does she have to like go back to the office after after she's done with the commercial <laughs> see that was great flow just get back to work maybe at first but like at this point dude she's made so many fucking commercials so she's probably she's probably got like a like the fucking what was his name the can you hear me now Ver- verizon guy mm. verizon guy like had a contract like his ass got paid regardless and his ass moved over to sprint <laughs> yeah <laughs> that was so funny Remember, uh, remember, uh, dude, you're getting a Dell. I don't remember that. You remember that? No. The blonde kid who would just show up at locations where kids were looking for computers and they'd be like, dude, you're getting a Dell. No. As someone, How do you not remember this? Dude, I didn't get a computer until like senior year of high school. But it was still like, it's just a commercial on TV though. Yeah. I got one channel on my sh- on my uh, TV, and it was TBS. So I I was literally watching Friends for most of my high school career. My man got the Superstation out there. Oh boy, and and lots of what the fuck? What was the name of that TBS movie? Like Leopold and some other. It was a freaking rom com with with Leopold, the dude who was building the. Was it the George Washington Bridge or some shit? He falls off the bridge and gets transported forward in time and falls in love with some girl. That's the whole that's the whole premise of this movie. Kate and Leopold. Have Kate and Leopold. Yes. I've heard the title. Did not know there was time travel involved. It's fucking time travel. 
This is some like Yankee and King Arthur's court type shit. Mm-hmm. I've seen that movie too many times. Like I'll watch a rom com like once if it's good twice. I've seen Kate and Leopold probably like six times. Wow. Maybe for us it was TNT, and it was either Godzilla movies or Steven Seagal movies. Oh. Well, at least, at least you're having a good time, either way. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Under Siege and shit. Mm. Hunt. Fire Down Below. Hunt for Red October. Was that was that? a Sean Connery movie, I believe. Was it? But it was on TV all the goddamn time. You're mm-hmm. right, it was. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ, what's going on with these, these movies? It's like how Spike TV got the, the right to show the Star Wars movies before Disney bought Lucasfilm. Yeah. They were just be showing them all the goddamn time. God. It's like, I don't blame you, but at the same time, right. maybe diversify a little bit. I mean, I still don't understand like how TV stations make money. It's probably like viewers... Which would incentivize them to get popular shows, but I still don't understand like their how they make money. Are you serious? I'm serious. Like I've never taken the time to like think about it. Advertisers pay them money. That's it. That's their only flow of income. I mean, pretty much, yeah. Aside from like merchandising and shit. Oh shit! How do TV stations make money? Oh yeah, ads. Jesus fucking Christ! Who's who's giving ad people all this money? That they're literally TV stations. The TV stations are not. not sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> but no, the ads. The ads just make money, and we all we all shit talk them, but they 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 work consistently. I don't believe that. I think that people think they make money. I don't know. I think but what it is is some some dude walked down the aisle of the store and he saw the Swiffer and he was like, "My floors are dirty. I'll get the Swiffer." <laughs> He never watched every commercial, or if he did, did not process in his brain, and he was just like, "Yeah, this is it. This is this is the thing for me." Mm. I don't know. Personally, I like to. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm yeah, wrong. I, but I've never actually like seen a product on TV and been like, "That's the one for me." I'm always just <laughs> like, out here, it's weird. I like I I just go to the store and I'm like, either what's cheapest, or if they're all pretty much the same price, I'm like, yeah. "All right, I'm opening my third eye up." To the cosmic waves of the universe. Deliver unto me the thing that it is for me. You walk into a store and everything's just black and white. <laughs> it's just a box that says juice on it. And you're like, alright. Cool. Yeah, pretty right. much. I'm ready to get back in. Oh, we're back in, buddy. We haven't stopped. Yeah. Oh, okay. The train keeps going, uh, man. Nice. Yeah, Mad Men taught me how TV stations work. But did you know how they work in Japan? They're different. Ooh. No, Marcus, do you know? In J- I don't. In Japan, the people who make the shows pay the stations. To broadcast. To put See the that, show on that TV. That makes sense. And then, then they're the ones, and then they're the ones who take that money from the ad people. Uh, ooh. Interesting. So, like, basically, they go to the advertisers and say, here's the idea for the show. Would you like your, your thing to be advertised in this show? They get the money to make the show, and then they pay a pretty small portion of that money, actually, to the TV station to broadcast it. Yeah. Oh, that makes so much sense. Because I've seen, like, a lot. Have you guys seen <laughs> the Dragon Ball nope. Z commercial? Now hold on, I've seen Dragon Ball Z. Yes, it was it was a fucking like it was a Dragon Ball Z commercial 
for like a Ford Fusion. <laughs> and it was Gohan and Trunks doing the Fusion dance. And they, when they fused together, they turned into a goddamn car. That's great. That's oh, great. some Turbo Team shit. <laughs> I lost my shit. I was just like, I'm never buying that car, but God, do I appreciate that you're using Dragon Ball Z to try and get me to do it. <laughs> oh, shit. No. Marcus is like anti influenced by advertising. He gets yeah. a good laugh out of it, but oh, yeah. he won't buy your thing. Oh, but it God. is funny. I, I, I followed this this Twitter chain the other day of people who were like, people were like, it's crazy that you can't fucking pay for Hulu and you still have to deal with ads. And they're like, yeah, you know, Netflix, you pay and you don't have to have ads. And like, yeah, same thing with Spotify. If you pay, you don't have ads. And then finally, deep down in the chain, someone was like, but wait a minute, we pay for cable TV and that has ads. And then people were like, people were fucking furious. They were like, wait a minute, why do we pay for TV and have ads? It's bullshit. Yeah, and you pay considerably more with fucking cable too. Like, holy shit. Yeah, and you still have to deal with all the ads. So I think it's very funny people are realizing that TV is fucked up. Mm-hmm. And yeah. the fact that the, the reliance on ads instead of subscriptions is pretty crazy. And it's why things like Netflix, Hulu, and all this stuff have to keep raising their price because they aren't supported by as many ads as cable television is. And cable still raises its price too, but that's just because they're bastards. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And plus, aren't, aren't most cable TV services like monopolies in their area? Yep. Oh. The internet, you know, they can do whatever they want. What do you want to say? Nice internet. It's true. It's like how the fucking the stupid local television networks hate me. Well, they don't hate me because I live in uh, I live in Charlotte and I don't give a shit by watching Charlotte Hornets play basketball. But if you were to live in like Los Angeles, for example, and you love watching the Lakers and you pay money for the NBA League Pass to watch games online, you still can't watch games for your local team because your local network has bought out that space so that you can't do anything but go to them for the games. Wow. Well, that's fucked up. Yeah. When I first started when I first started watching it, they were like I was like, I saw a Hornets game. I'm like, okay, I'll check it out. And then it was like, oh, this is blacked out in your region because, you know, you have to, you have to watch it on local television. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? I'm paying money for that. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a damn customer. I thought I was supposed to be right. I, I was told that growing up. Now uh, you've learned. You've always been lied to. <laughs> yeah, always. So, yeah. That's my opinion on... I didn't give an opinion. My opinion is, fuck you. That's my opinion. Wow. Cable television and NBA <laughs> League Pass. Cable television... Hurry up and die, please. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, I was thinking since you mentioned sports, Seth, I saw a pretty funny thing happening yesterday. So the Denver Broncos yep. played the uh, New Orleans Saints yesterday. Shall I see what happened there? No. Mm-mm. The Broncos had no quarterbacks. Oh, yeah. Aren't they like playing their practice team quarterback now? Uh, well, they played. They didn't have anybody. They just had some, they just had, I think it was like a, a running back, like wow. pretending to be, and they were just rushing the ball every time. <laughs> wow. Wow. Yeah. And I'm, also, the Saints had no quarterbacks, and had to, they're the ones that had to use like a practice team quarterback. Yeah, I just read that the Broncos, they tried to have their assistant coach become the new QB, 
and then they were denied, and now they're substituting to a practice team player, which is pretty funny. Um, I just love that. <laughs> I just love this whole concept that COVID has just destroyed football to the points where some games don't have quarterbacks. <laughs> yeah, and they're still playing. They're still like, this is an important thing we have to play. <laughs> yeah, like I mean, what will America just- do without football? Yeah. Why not just rush every fucking pass? I mean, why not? Why not do rush every play? Just fucking do it. See what happens. Like, oh, before, before they made the forward pass in football. Yeah. Just play XFL. Why not? So that was, I watched a little bit of it, man, and it was extremely embarrassing. <laughs> that's, that's funny. Um, yeah. I don't know. Football. Don't know much about it. Still don't understand the rules, even though I grew up around it my entire life. Yeah. Don't okay. Well, Seth, don't really get how about it. our audience. Yep. In 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 League of Legends, yep. if you don't have who would be comparable to the quarterback? Who is the captain of the team? Mid lane, uh, mid laner. Yeah, I'd say. So that's your mid lane. Going imagine going into a league game. That's your mid laner. What would happen? Well, you would be absolutely <laughs> fucked. What do you mean? <laughs> you think as professional players? Yeah, you would. There, it wouldn't even be a game. What are you? They're that important? No, if you had, don't if you're missing any one of your players, you're completely fucked. Yeah. There is there is no position that is. There's only five players. Every <laughs> position is so important. Well, the score that I just saw was thirty-one to three. So you might be right about football too. <laughs> yeah, I imagine if you don't have the the centerpiece of your team in any, like, it's like, oh, what if you played chess and you didn't show up? Do you think you'd win? <laughs> <laughs> No! Of course not! Okay, hold on. What if you play chess with no pawns? You'd lose! Would it be easier or harder? It'd be harder. Easier for your opponent. So much easier. Hold on. Okay, hold on. What if you play the chess with no king? Well, you already lost. Yeah. But wait, they can't checkmate what's not on the board. Yeah, um... I have defeated chess. I want you to. I have won. I want you to enter a chess tournament with this strategy. And I, I, want, I want to see how it works out for you. <laughs> He's gonna knock this over his king. Like, He's like, I, I win. Yeah. No, don't knock it over. You can't get off the board. <laughs> I take my king off the board. I put him here. And you put a you put a quarter there. Or you put a ten billion dollar coin right there, or one trillion dollar coin. Exactly. And you're like, all right, right now. What are you gonna do? Big brain. I think this strategy has legs to it. Mm. Yeah. What if? Hold on. Here's another chess move. What if I trap my own king? Uh, they just ta- they'll just take the pieces around it, though, and then yeah. they'll trap your king. But while they're in the process of doing that, my queen comes up from behind them. Why would? You, how would you? <laughs> Do you think there's like some kind of fog of war mechanic in chess, and they can't see what you're doing? <laughs> yeah, I will grant you mm. <laughs> being able to see all the pieces does put a small dent in my plan. Now, but I'm confident that I trap my own king. They can't get to him. Now, for chess, they play online. I think they should add a fog of war mechanic. Why not? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you can always see what your pieces are doing and into adjacent. No, no, you have, to, you, have to, you have to have you have to like spend resources to get wards. You have to place them oh. on the board to see what's going on. Holy shit, oh. Seth, you're onto something here. Yeah, or I guess since they take up basically like a drone you put above the board, but still. Mm. I don't know. I think it I think it sounds like a ridiculously terrible idea, but it'd be kind of fun. <laughs> I think it yeah, would be I think it'd be awful for the sport, but hey, why not? I mean chess is a solve game, right? Chess is an e-sport all things now, could possibly so. happen. 
Like, didn't the computer, like, crunch all the moves and all the things that could happen in a, a chess game, like, back in the fucking 70s? Well, yeah, computers can do it, obviously, but, you know. It's pretty hard for people to do that still. We're, we're pretty dumb. How do you how do you train a computer to lose in chess? Why would I don't you know. How, I don't know. Well, no, but, I mean, but, like, when you play against a computer, you know, there's difficulty levels. You know, there's, like, easy, medium, hard, expert, or whatever. So how do they program the one that's, like, easy? Do they just make it... Just make Stupid. it randomly move pieces with no intent <laughs> at all. We trained it wrong on purpose, like Kung Pao under the fist. Exactly. <laughs> trained it wrong on purpose. <laughs> the story of my life. But it's like in, in RTS games or, or any kind of turn-based game, or I get it. Like the enemy just gets more resources and can build things faster. And that's a substitute for intelligence. But like you can't do that in chess. Like you either make the fucking correct moves or you don't. And I guess it's like computer has to go like, okay, what are all the good moves? All right, throw those out. Yep. <laughs> now we'll make the subpar moves. <laughs> I don't understand how you how you would uh, make it work. But yeah, maybe because I'm, sure I'm sure, like what they do whenever you when you think about it. Whenever you programming chess, what you do is it looks at the fucking board and it sees every possible move and it sees which one is gonna you know most likely win the game. So they probably just take the one that's like least likely to win the game and do that move. Mm. And if you can't move beat my them backwards, that, well, I mean <laughs> they can't break the rules. <laughs> That is one good thing about can computer you? chess is I can't I, I can't just be an idiot. It makes me do the right thing, you know. Mm. Can you move your pawns backwards? No, no. Wait, right? But even if they have another place behind, you can't move them back. Nope. Nope. Oh, can you move? They can't move side to side. Nope. Only they if can they're move diagonally pieces. to take something. Yes. Interesting. And they can move two spaces forward, or can it just be one space? On their first move, they can move two spaces. After that, it's one space. Okay, this is now a chess podcast. <laughs> yeah, you two explain to me how chess works. Exactly. <laughs> it'll just, it'll last about one right episode. <laughs> what does the bishop do? What's his job? He moves yeah. diagonally as far as he wants. Correct. Oh. Yeah. Interesting. Look I played a game of chess against my wife, nice. and I didn't realize how strong the bishop was, and she beat me immediately. Oh, yeah. I moved Bishop's a piece in the wrong way, boy. and she just took everything, <laughs> moved it back, took everything, moved it, took everything, and then... Eventually, I trapped it, but by that point, I was I was yeah. fucked. So. Your losses were too great. Yeah. So yeah, the bishop is my least favorite piece in chess for sure. Isn't the game Chinese checkers? A, is that racist? Is that is it actually invented by China? I don't know. Who knows? Isn't it actually like more complicated than chess? Apparently, I, it's just um, like the, the the board is shaped like a star. It has to be. Yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah. You can literally play with like what six people. I oh, was it really. Because we instantly had two people, so we would have played different colors. <laughs> oh my god. Let me. I'm going to read you the first sentence of the Chinese Checkers Wikipedia real quick. Okay. Stern, Stern Halma, commonly known as Chinese Checkers or Chinese Checkers, is a strategy board game of German origin. Wow. <laughs> oh, my mind. My yeah. mind. What? Which should be indicated by the fact that its real name is Sternhalma, apparently. Yeah. Sternhalma. And they're, How they're, they're, they're Chinese like, checkers. They're like, guys, we gotta spice up this name a little bit. Let's just call it, I don't know, Chinese checkers. <laughs> that sounds good. I, I, 100, I have to believe that it was some kind of racist thing. They were just it like, has to be racist. They, they were like, well, this is, what are you playing over here? Chinese checkers? They said, they said it in German. I don't know how you say that in German, clearly. Listen, listen, guys, this might have like some credence because you guys remember the, the ice cream company Hagen Dazs, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know it's not Scoops. Like, Scoops. Actually, like German, right? Is it like Denmarkian? 
That means Dutch, but yes. (laughs) It's just Um, like... Name your country the word! (laughs) It's just a dude who, like, branded his shop to sound German so he could sell more ice cream. Wow. Because people thought it was foreign. People were like, oh, that's exotic. Let me get some of that. So I'm thinking that... Yeah, it's an American ice cream brand. Yeah. (laughs) Established by Ruben and Rose Mattis in the Bronx. Ta-da. Well, goddamn... Wow. Marcus is the sort of person on the podcast. So. <laughs> he knows I mean, more about ice cream than the rest of us. <laughs> that's, that actually makes a lot of sense when you think about it. Marcus knowing ice cream facts yeah. is on brand. Listen, brand. Don't, don't count me out of the game. Don't ever count me out of the game, man. Says so the man wearing a bathrobe or something. A bath no, towel, I think. This as a robe. is just a blanket, okay? And it's <laughs> so soft. Mm-hmm. <laughs> As the smartest man on the podcast, I am leagues ahead of you both, so. Mm -hmm. Wow. I prefer to be streets ahead. (laughs) But, uh, so Chinese checkers is probably something they have for racist reasons. I mean, I'm gonna go ahead and call my job. Probably a racist thing. Uh, Um, German. My god. God. Guys, politics is so dumb right now. There's not a lot to talk about, yeah, unfortunately. That's the one thing people. It's like it's all. It's just boring now. It's like there's nothing, nothing cool to talk about anymore. Okay, how about how about? Because I heard I heard that Joe Uh-oh. Biden's trying to forgive ten thousand dollars of student loans. Don't you love how it was fifty thousand like three days right? ago, <laughs> and then thirty, and now ten. I'm like. Really yeah. At this point, I don't even fucking want it anymore. Before long, you'll get a coupon for a Whopper. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and say this: fifty k or nothing. I don't. I, I don't yeah. want it. Yeah. Don't don't yeah. give me your pity. Fucking probably it'll probably end up being like at best like two thousand dollars. Don't even give it to me. Fucking use I mean, use that to make the, the one trillion dollar coin. Yeah, mint that bad boy. Yeah. At least it'll be like we can all look at it and hoot and holler at it. <laughs> Exactly. It should be really big. Yes! <laughs> I was thinking that. No. In fact, it should be really big, and we should launch it onto the fucking moon once we once we Yes. <laughs> we bought all the debt. Goodbye! <laughs> this is a symbolic gesture only! <laughs> we throw it up there. We, lo- we put it on the moon, and we say, if you can get it back, you get the trillion dollars. <laughs> Oh no, Elon Musk and Jeff Bezos would have it so quick. They would do whatever they could to get that coin. Okay, okay. We put it at the center of a maze. (laughs) (laughs) And get a minotaur, right. A moon minotaur. A minotaur. A minotaur, of course. Now we're talking... Yeah, it's just something, something fun. I think, I think, I think people need something fun in their lives. Mm-hmm. Like George Carlin always said, we should just fence off those those four uh, box shaped states out in the Midwest, turn them into like the, the mega prison where we put all the prisoners <laughs> and put cameras in it to like watch them fight to the death. Oh hell I'm yeah! I'm thinking the moon maze, moon you know, maze, the million dollar coin yes. could be our new entertainment. Oh yes, and you let's buy, it. let's call it buy the maze. amount of air you need to get to the maze through the maze. Ah, yes. yes, God, we're geniuses. <laughs> And we You're televise this, mm-hmm. and uh, we make all the ad money. Boom. We would. And now we live on the moon. Who who wouldn't want to watch this happen? Exactly. <laughs> and anyone can enter. Anyone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jeff Bezos and Elon Musk can go up there. They have to just be in spacesuits like regular people in the maze, avoiding the moon, the moon minotaur. Yeah. The moon minotaur. I want to see the, like, the... 
the documentary of the people who tried to like sneak onto the Elon Musk spaceship so they could go up there and try and get it too. And like the mm. one who succeeded, he comes out from nowhere and wins. Now he's the richest man in the world. And then he yeah. he fills swimming pools with nacho cheese or something. I don't know what he would do. He's a fictional man in my mind. <laughs> um, he might be me. It's I don't know. End. Yeah, it's true. It could be you, Seth. Yeah. Seth with a trillion dollar coin. Can you see that, Marcus? I see it. It's comically huge. It's like yeah. It's got the I can't. There's no way I can pick it up. It, no, it's bigger it's than a, like oh, a, a house. Hero. There you go. When we say big, we meant like really big. I'm, I'm talking about yeah. like as big as like a building, like a oh, like God. a like a Walmart. <laughs> I was, I'm just thinking like as big as you can fucking hold it. Like no, no, no. I mean I, I, I I, like literally as big as a like a, a Walmart, basically. I want to be able to stand at one in the National Mall and see that bitch. Over the <laughs> yeah, side. exactly. <laughs> I need this. <laughs> it really ide- ideally it'll be visible from space yep. that's what we really need yep. like our great wall that's really another coin <laughs> um, anyways y'all has anybody doing anything fun recently I've been playing Destiny 2 oh yeah how's that stuff it's fun I, Saturday I played it three different times both for about two hours and in those each time the two hours started out with I like this game and then I went to I hate this game then I went to, I kind of like this game. Then I went to, I hate this game. But then by the very last session, I ended on, I like this game. And now I have committed to it. And I'm going to keep playing it and try and try and finish up the seasonal rewards and stuff. Okay. But it's fun. And uh, it's a good, I don't know. For, I'm not some crazy, I got to have the best gear. And I got to know all the mods. And I got to know when this guy's going to show up and give me the specific part. I'm just like, I kind of like the put on a podcast, put on a movie, and just played it. I just shoot things, and it's pretty easy, and it's fun. So, yeah. I think Destiny Destiny 2 is really good. People are upset with the new expansion, but I feel like people who are upset with it are people who played the game already and had all this stuff they liked that has now been sunsetted. I didn't have any of that shit, so pretty pretty cool for me. Okay. Marcus, anything going on with you? Play anything cool? Uh, oh, I did just pick up the new Spider-Man game, Miles Morales. Oh, nice. You got a PS5? No. no it's not PS4. No. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I thought it was exclusive on PS5. Yeah. No, no. no it's, uh, the, the less graphically intense version of it is on PS4. Right. And it's only like 50 bucks, so I was like, all right, I'll play that. Yeah. How you liking it so far? I love it. Because I love the first Spider-Man game. And yeah. this one, this one was just packed with like flavor and fun. My first Spider-Man game, me, me Spider-Man on the NES, right? Of course, yeah. Obviously. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean the previous title of... Uh, yeah, 2018 right Spider-Man. Yeah, that one. Yeah. It's so it's so good. I played it for hours. I'm missing one achievement yeah. to platinum it. But right now... Oh, nice. I'm playing... Oh, it's so good. Multiple yeah, I'm gonna, that's the first thing... I'm, whenever I finally land a PS5, that's the first thing I'm going to buy. I want to experience that on the, the new hardware. Now, but Marcus, yeah. do you enjoy... Playing Spider-Man Miles Morales and having the exaggerated swagger of a black team. I, I really do, man. <laughs> you know, Is my teens were lost. Yeah. You haven't seen that, Seth? No. <laughs> now, Morgan, you know what I'm talking about, don't you? I know exactly what you're talking about. In the GameSpot review for... <laughs> <laughs> from Spider-Man Miles Morales, I don't like what this some is guy going. says that he, that that all of his animations and his his way of movement it all has the exaggerated swagger of a black teen. Mm. And boy, I, I miss those days of having my exaggerated swagger. You know what? Mm. Maybe maybe Gamergate was right. Game journalism sucks. <laughs> <laughs> 
I don't know if they they didn't have the right reasons, but they weren't wrong. <laughs> the the game's journalism is bad. Okay. Yeah. Like, it's uh it's definitely one of those things where you're just like, did he just say that? God. I, yeah. I get what he was trying to say, but I'm like, mm. Yeah, he was trying to say, I wish I was a black teenager. <laughs> That's what he was saying. Because it does feel... Well, his tweets are currently protected, so... Oh, yeah. Boy. It feels really good playing as Miles. Because he's got that, like, awkward feel because he's the new Spider-Man. And have you yeah. guys played the last one? The, the previous yeah, yeah, game? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, when yeah. you did tricks in the air and, you know, you hit the ground, you're Spider-Man. You'll roll it, keep it moving. Miles yeah. will freaking face stumbles. <laughs> if you aren't like in the, yeah. r- if you don't get out of like the trick motion, yeah. I heard that great. when he swings, he'll like kind of he kind of flails. And I heard that with the with the new PS5 triggers, people kind of like and hate this. It's like since he's like newly minted Spider Man, and like if you if you swing and then you if you like try to do your swing when there's not enough tension in the the web, the trigger is like harder to pull. Oh, interesting. Um, and they, they, they make it because like, he's new or whatever. But yeah, and people say that after a while, it gets kind of tedious. But they say at first it's like kind of a cool feeling. So I don't know. Interesting. Yeah, that is nice. How Another about you? Level you of immersion. Playing anything? Seeing anything? Uh, I've just been kind of. Uh, I've been playing a little bit of World of Warcraft Shadowlands. Yeah, just sort of like got in for like three hours to see what's up. Yeah. It's all right so far. Very pretty. The game still looks good. Like yeah. that art department always knocks it out of the park. Yeah. Not too sure about other stuff yet. But I've been re-watching, uh, sort of idly in the background, I've been watching uh, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Yep. Uh, which, in my opinion, is one of the greatest comedy shows ever. Maybe the best. It's maybe, honestly, the best comedy ever. Uh, goddamn hilarious. I throw, it, I throw that question in my head all the time, and I, I think it always lands. It's Always Sunny as the best. And I hope that the one good thing that will come out of the Biden administration is we can go back to Always Sunny in Philadelphia we could just go back to those days where we didn't care about any politics shit. We could just watch that show and it would all be okay, you know? Interesting. Bring I, it back. I don't know what I don't know what the Trump era did to It's Always Sunny, but um I'm talking about culture in general. Oh, okay. You know? It all had to get real woke and shit all the time. We had to be constantly on guard about about Trump stuff. Bring back the blackface episodes. They were hilarious. Oh, Come God. on, people. <laughs> Who with, doesn't want to see the Lethal Weapon sequel? Because the joke is they're idiots. Yeah, with with context, almost all of those blackface episodes are about how stupid it is to do blackface. So it's like so weird. It's like it's like we just we just threw context out of the window for no reason. And it's, it's like the same thing with Mad Men, which now it, and they didn't remove the episode because you can't really remove an episode of that show. There's like a a stinger before that's like this stuff is culturally insensitive, and we know it. And I'm like. He, they, they're all assholes. They're so, they all cheat on their wives and their bodies are falling apart at all moments. He does blackface because he's a racist and he's a piece of shit. That's just how it works. They need like a, a South Park uh, Scientology episode, like ticker, like Mac, <laughs> Mac and Dennis are idiots and racists. Yeah. This is not supposed to be good. The humor is that they're morons. Like, yeah. be reminded. Do they, do they keep the one in where they the musical episode where they're black? Do they keep that in? I don't know, actually. Or is that one not? I don't know. Let's find out. I guess I'll see when I get there. Yeah. Anyways, is that a podcast, everybody? I think so. That's a podcast. All right. Well, uh, I'm Smith. You can find me on Twitter at MCSurf. I'm Seth. You can find me on Twitter and Letterboxd at Knazeres, K-Y-N-A-Z-E-R-A-S. 
I've also been streaming on Twitch. I try to do maybe three days a week playing uh, Breath of the Wild on Master Mode for the first time. And I'm naming every single Korok that I find in the game, which means if I do this enough, I will have 900 names. So <laughs> tune in for that. Now, are they like legit names or are they made, made up names? So far, I've named one Dwayne Korok Johnson and uh, Korok Obama. So, <laughs> yes. All right. Um, God. Oh, take that. Marcus would love this. Yeah. Would love this I will. Yeah. I'm, ar- I'm already following, so. Nice. <laughs> uh, um, um, I'm Marcus. I. What am I? Ah, you can catch me on Instagram at Mr. Beaches. And I also do art for this podcast. Woo-woo. I want to say they have not taken off the episode of It's Always Sunny where they turn black in season 12, episode okay. one. That's not gone. Our theme song was done by Ben Powell. He's been on the show before. He has his own podcast called Southern Smackdown. Talk about wrestling. I'm both from the South. If that sounds interesting, go check it out. He also has his own Twitch stream at twitch.tv slash the Ben Powell. Uh, we have stop trying to solve our problems and try to outlive them. Quote from Ready Player One, which everyone go online, look up Ready Player Two excerpts. They're incredible. The book is awful. And I'm glad you said this because fuck Ernest Klein, the, and I shoot my shot here, the worst writer of all time. Mm. Follow us for more uh, exaggerated swagger, baby. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can lead a horse water, but you can't even get under it. And from New Orleans to New York, that's the Lingus Podcast, baby. We're out. Out.